mastering your emotions so you can be a safe space for the feminine mm, is yes. actually to me the art of masculinity so i would think it means two things to me one it's always like in the eye of the beholder so realize that it's okay to have a different view than somebody else two it's always being created and recreated uh i i think it means an openness to growth an openness to learning an openness to looking at what is masculinity in me and having curiosity about what parts are serving me and what parts maybe aren't serving me so well anymore. And so the art of masculinity is truly that. If you can master being a lion and a lamb, you've mastered masculinity. The art of masculinity to me means knowing how to gracefully dance between both the feminine flow and the structure of the masculine. This is The Art of Masculinity with your host, Johnny Elsasser. Hey everyone, welcome to today's episode. I am with guest Jay Campbell. He is a four-time international best-selling author, men's physique champion, founder of the Jay Campbell brand and podcast, and co-founder of Asir Custom. As a global influencer on health optimization and raising human consciousness, Jay is no-nonsense, authentic, and fearless in his servant mission of leading humanity towards the golden age. You guys will get a lot of that in this episode. And since returning from 12 days in the Sacred Valley of Peru, he's experienced a profound awareness of the importance of raising the vibration of humanity to reach planetary consciousness, aka unconditional love. This is an episode for the ages. We definitely get into some different topics on here on this episode than I've do- I've had the uh, privilege of diving into, especially with somebody that is very, very well versed in many areas of life and health optimization. So enjoy this episode, guys. We will have a part two coming next week focused all about men's optimization, but this one is a lot of fun diving into the human consciousness and where we are today. So I know you guys are going to have a lot of fun with this one and I'll see y'all around the corner. Hey everyone, welcome back to the Art of Masculinity. We have Jay Campbell back on again for a second round because I told you guys this dude's brain is so high level. We got to pick <laughs> all of it apart. How's it going, brother? How are you doing today? I'm good. Busy man. man. I'm so good. Yeah, I'm yeah. so good. I'm. Uh, I apologize. I'm, I should have been here 15 minutes ago, but uh, we're gonna knock this out. So yes, rock and roll. Let's do this. Yeah, brother. No, that's awesome, man. No worries. I totally get it. When it's not on my schedule, man, I can't, I can't get anything. So it's, well, it's, it's crazy. As I was telling you, like I have a bug, I use fantastical for, you know, I'm on a Mac and I use fantastical to merge, like, cause I have four different emails, you know, I've got my two business emails and then my personal brand emails. And so it's like, I have them all going into one and sometimes it just doesn't work. And yeah, you know, I could get all bad. Like I used to, or I could just be like, Hey man, let's just keep going. It is what it is. <laughs> well, let's rock and roll. So we don't have to do the manly round today. Cause everybody heard you last time on the manly round. So this is this episode, I really want to dive into optimization for men. First off, men, I think, neglect their overall health, right? Like you saw my blood work, you know, yep. like I'm a pretty healthy dude. I try to eat clean, all that stuff, but I still wasn't hitting the mark on my blood work. So let's talk about like this, this first kind of introduction for guys that aren't taking this seriously, like optimizing health, not just like a checkup at a doctor, but optimizing health. Like what are some of the key things guys can start with to really get on that path? Yeah. So, I mean, the first thing is number one, your doctor doesn't give a fuck about you. Okay. Your doctor is not your health advocate. Your doctor is a sick care illness medicine manager. He literally works for big farm, big pharma 
And when you go to see the doctor, it's literally, you know, going to be, how do I triage your symptoms or suffering? And how do I prescribe, you know, bullshit drugs to medicate and band-aid your symptoms? So the first step is just self-awareness of like, Hey man, like I am on this path on my own. Like if I want to live longer and stronger, it's totally upon me to understand what I need to do. So, I mean, like, you know, if you, I mean, I don't think you probably have anybody in your audience that doesn't know that, but for people that, you know, may not be there yet, like that's the number one thing. And, and, you know, I borrowed this from a doctor that I do a lot of consulting with, uh, but you have to become the proactive scientist of your own health. It's literally mm. that simple. So first step, you got to know what's going on from the internal. Uh, so you have to get your blood work done. And you know, I partner with a company called Private MD Labs, which, as you know, you went there and you got your blood work done. Um, you know, I can connect you with them, by the way, too. So you can start doing this for some of your clients. I recommend you do that. But that's number one step is always to understand your biomarkers. Um, most people have no idea even how to interpret lab work or blood work. So that's like another thing, you know, that I've been doing for 20 years Uh that I'm, you know, an expert in, in understanding and looking at, but it's, it's not something that's difficult. You, you definitely need somebody to help you interpret the numbers like initially. Uh, and when you get them back, there's in, in the USA, at least there's like two major companies, there's LabCorp and Quest Diagnostics, and they both have similar uh, quotient and gradient readouts. Like when you get your panels back, but for the lay person, it's going to show you in range and out of range. And unfortunately, in range and out of range isn't based on guys like us, you know, who are looking to optimize their health. So there is a little bit of nuance that comes to it and understanding it. But that's that's step one is like, you know, what am I what's going on internally? Like, you know, what are my inflammatory markers? And unfortunately, if you don't do it the way you know you did it and the way I recommend it, most doctors, if you do go and say, hey, man, I want you to pull my labs. And you don't tell them what to pull. They're just going to pull like garden variety bullshit that means nothing, which is again, you know, what big pharma yeah. wants because they don't want people to be truly informed because they want them to be purchasing their drugs and, you know, living, you know, to the point where they are on 20 to 30 of them by the time they're in their sixties. And then, you know, close to dying by the time they're 65 to 70. And then that's how the system works. But like, you really want to order your inflammatory markers to understand like, you know, what is your actual health risk? Because your inflammatory markers are going to tell you everything. And that's, you know, without getting into the weeds, it's like homocysteine, it's like C-reactive protein, it's your triglyceride levels. Um, you know, it's also like the, the plaque in your arteries. I mean, there's, you know, LDL cholesterol. Uh, there's a lot of different things that you can look into, but that's number one. And then of course, as a man, you also want to understand what you're free total testosterone. And then you're also your uh, sensitive estradiol levels, which is your levels of estrogen. Um, and again, these are all things that uh, you have to ask for because most of the time they're not going to uh, pull those, especially if you go to a PPO HMO doctor, again, a family medicine doc uh, and say, Hey man, I want you to pull my labs. Uh, they're not going to pull testosterone ever because they don't understand it. They're not taught anything about that in medical school, because again, they don't want people to understand the endocrine system. But the endocrine system is critically important to male functioning as we age, which obviously, as you know, so that's really number one is, you know, go to a place that you can get your lab work uh, measured accurately. And then, you know, rather than, and again, this is my opinion, but rather than re relying on a physician to interpret them for you, I would find an expert, you know, somebody like me, you know, there's, other, there's plenty of people out there, but, you know, who can literally do a consult with you for say 15 to 20 to 30 minutes and just go over your labs and say, okay, dude this is not good. This is what you need to do to improve, blah, blah, blah. Versus again, going to a doc because Hey, they don't really have the time to go over your labs with you. Now, obviously if you work with a doctor who does this for a living, 
and as an optimization physician or an integrative health physician, like your friend, Jock, you know, that's a different story. But again, most guys, you know, they, they go to, you know, again, garden variety PPO and uh, HMO docs mm-hmm. who, who are clueless and, and, and really aren't going to go over any of those things with you, even if they could, because, well, they don't, they can't because they don't have the time, but if they did, they don't understand a lot of those things anyway. So it would be like wasting time anyway. Yeah. And one of the things I, I wanted to talk about too, with you was because of the fact that we talk about testosterone levels, right. And, you know, um, you mentioned it, I think on our previous podcast that back in the day, they were like four to five times higher than what yeah. they are now. And then I, I, and correct me if I'm wrong on this, cause you probably know the research, but haven't they been consistently generation after generation lowering the yes. acceptable levels of t- testosterone? So like right now, like the bottom level is 200, but like a generation ago, it was like 400, right? And well, it, is that actually, when it was actually 550 and yes. And, and so that's actually a good point. So so they're essentially what they refer to it is that they're lowering the standard mean deviation. So the standard mean deviation is like the high end of the range and then the low end of the range, and then they compress the values. And so ultimately lowers numbers become lower and lower and lower. Now, if you ask them, you know, they'll tell you, oh, well, it's due to obesity, that testosterone levels are lowering, which is true because obesity does cause that, but yeah. it's not the truth if you're like actually looking at the endocrine system or the urologic association of America or all the different various you know governing bodies and agencies that look at testosterone and you ask them, you know, usually they'll just like say, oh, well, it's just a random number that we came up with because that researcher that day decided that they wanted to, you know, if you want to have like a deeper uh, conversation about it, you could talk to, you know, Dr. Keith, who's now your physician. Yeah. And, you know, he can get into the weeds and talk about that, but it's, it's literally insane. You know, if we want to put our tinfoil hat on, you know, Dr. Anthony J, you know, who wrote the book Estrogeneration that, you know, you and I talked to I mean, and Dr. J is very open and very honest about this. I mean, testosterone is more difficult to get from a standard testing, like laboratory procedure than plutonium grade uranium, or I'm sorry, <laughs> nuclear grade uranium. So there's definitely a conspiracy going on. This is not any more like I'm a tinfoil hat nut job, right? Like I've been writing about testosterone since 2014, but there is absolutely a driven, purposeful, intentional uh, thing happening to lower men's hormones, right? I mean, again, we talked about it on the first podcast, but I mean, you can see it, as you said, the research will show that over the last 60 years, the last six decades, testosterone levels have plummeted. In fact, the Hebrew University study, which is in both of my books, much more in depth in 2018, Dr. J talks about it too. It was uh, like 27,000 patients on all the continents and they studied fertility levels and they, t- they studied free and total. And then also FSH, which is follicle stimulating hormone and LH luteinizing hormone levels in men. And they have been plummeting literally since the study started. The study started in the 70s and then was finalized in 2011. And it's mind-blowing. And, you know, again, dude, very truthfully, the people that, their conclusion of the study, and again, this is like 50 doctors around the world and, and not just doctors, but researchers said that by 2032, the male species would be extinct. There's Jesus. no way that we could continue to populate the planet. But again, dude, as we talked about yesterday, the transhumanists don't give a shit. You know, the yeah. transhumanists don't want us to populate the planet and they'll tell you, oh, it doesn't fucking matter because we're going to create bionic super beings and we don't need sperm fertilizing the egg anymore. Right. So, I mean, again, the anti-human pro Satan, whatever you want to call it, pro, pro dark side will say, great, who gives a shit? 
Right. So, I mean, but I mean, yeah, it's fucking nuts to think that like by 2031 at the rate we're going, which is 10 years, bro, or less, there won't be men. Yeah. There won't. It's that's you fucking know? terrifying. It's terrifying that they <laughs> manipulate the levels too, man. That's that to me is also insane because guys are sitting there going, they're like, Hey Jay, I got my blood. And, right. and Hey, I was at like 250 and you're like, bro, that's bottom level of an acceptable. That wasn't acceptable. Like freaking 15 years ago. Dude, it's, so totally it, true. it's totally true. Like 250. Let's quantify that. So 250 now is actually way lower because they're already compressing the end means, right? So you already, if you have 250 now, that means you probably had, you have 120 in the real times. So, Jesus. I mean, like you're, you're, you're a fucking eunuch. I mean, I mean, but dude, we already know this. I mean, yesterday I talked to a guy, I can't remember who it was. It was after our podcast, but it was, I can't remember who I was talking to, but he was like, dude, oh yeah, it was a doc. He just forwarded it to me. He took a screenshot of the guy's labs, a 17 year old kid who scored 40. Ooh, 40 total testosterone so Jesus. i mean dude it, 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 this is now a crisis an obviously unrecognized crisis you know we also have kids playing video games as you know and jerking off to porn and you know wired into netflix and all this stuff so i mean obviously they have a screen addiction and the blue light definitely fucks up serotonergic dopaminergic and also uh, synaptic pathways in the brain dendritic and so you've got like all this compressed issue due to blue light and you know they can't get a heart on they can't get an erection if you don't have any of that i mean why would you want your body doesn't even need to produce testosterone anyway though right because you're not having kids so there's no purpose in it um so that's where we're at dude i mean like you know it's not too far away when you really start talking to physicians who are out there dealing with this on a day-to-day you know uh guerrilla warfare tactics and they see these young kids that have testosterone levels that aren't even like I mean, it's not even conceivable. So, yeah. I mean, we can't be that far away, Johnny. I mean, again, I'm not tinfoiling you, but I mean, it seems like if that's really nine years away, what that study said, it seems like we're well on our way. Oh, yeah. I mean, the, I think the trends show that if they're going, I mean, the the way that, you know, people are being told that they're acceptable and to not do anything and to not go on, right. you know, TRT or, or to not take any precautions, <laughs> like because they're at the 250 level, they're like, oh, you're acceptable, bro. Good job. Like, great. <laughs> And if they keep uh, doing that, uh, yeah. And then in, in five years, it's like 150, right? And then it's like, yeah, it's it's on that progression. They've already shown that. So I think one of the um, things I also want to, to address with you on this. So we got guys now, it's like, hey, take it seriously, guys. Get your blood work done, which is something most of them probably have never been told, to be honest. Nope, totally. Get your blood work done. Um, what about uh, the fact that, you know, there's some stigma for guys to evaluate their testosterone because if it's low, they feel emasculated. What do we yeah. tell these guys? That's a great question. And most guys are ashamed. It's it's a good point to talk about because most guys like who don't really understand this are instantly like, no, nah, bro, I'm good. You know, like when you ask yeah. them like, hey, do you have erectile dysfunction? If you ask a, a, an average, you know, blue blooded male that question, they're gonna look at you like they want to fight you. Like, nah, bro, I'm good there. You know, yeah. I, I can fuck, bro. My girl, my my woman's happy, right? Like, that's normally where guys go. But it's like, let's be honest. I mean, look, man, I'm fifty, almost fifty two, and I am fully optimized. You you know what I look like, butt naked. So it's like, yeah. I mean, come on, like I I at, even at my age now in this contaminated environment, I have to use 
and my wife is a beautiful, you know, you have a beautiful wife. I have a beautiful wife. I still have to use a little bit of Cialis. I mean, that's how contaminated the environment is. I mean, like I'm totally attracted to my wife, but like, I don't have the erections that I had when I was like 20. Right now, right. obviously I do things to enhance them, but let's just be honest. I mean, the environment is so fucking contaminated in mm -hmm. all ways from the food, from the air, from the water, from the screens, from the electromagnetic frequencies in the environment, you know, that you're in, if you get in a Tesla, you're being irradiated. I mean, you know, it, 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 it yeah. doesn't stop. So of course men don't get hard like they got 60 years ago or a hundred years ago or 200 years ago. Right. And obviously yeah. we know too now that women are also hyper masculine and not as feminine. And so, I mean, like we're all being contaminated. So it's like, you know, if somebody asks you and you lie about it, like it's not helping you. So, but that yeah. is very, very, that is very, very true. I mean, you know, most guys, like it's a badge of honor to say, no, I'm good, bro. We all mm -hmm. good, bro. And honestly, not having, a, not having good erections has nothing to do with your testosterone. Now, if you have optimized levels of testosterone, you're going to have wood every morning, right? Like that's the telltale sign. Like you're going to wake up with morning wood and it's going to be good. And it's going to be good in your 40s, 50s, and 60s. There's no reason that it's not, right? But, you know, to say that like, nah, bro, I'm good there. And then, you know, deny the problem, eventually end up having a belly. Because let's just get into that, right? So what are the symptoms and side effects of like having a testosterone deficiency? The number one symptom is literally brain fog. So like mm. most guys get to like two o'clock in the afternoon and they literally are like, man, I got to fucking take a nap. And then yep. a lot of other guys who are smarter, you know, will be like, ah, oh, no, I just ate too high carb lunch. And I'm just, you know, I got too much insulin going on or whatever. And I just don't feel clear. So again, most guys, bro, they do nothing, you know, yeah. eventually, and this is what happens. And this is sad, but eventually the wife ain't getting dick, right? It's that simple. Mm -hmm. God, Guy, guy can't get hard even when they want to have sex he can't get hard so eventually the wife is like hey bro you need to go to the doctor honey here is going to start messing around right so <laughs> then the guy goes to the doc and i and i've had this story a million times with all the docs i work with as you know i've been doing this for a decade now uh you know the wife will come in with the husband because dude the wife what do you think the wife thinks the wife thinks that he's fucking somebody else yeah because his dick's not getting hard. She's no clue either. They're both completely clueless about hormones and all that stuff. Because again, like you said, nobody's ever taught them. They don't learn this stuff. Yeah. Um, so bottom line is usually she's in there with the doc and the doc's like, okay, man, you know, like, do you have, an, are you having an affair? Or, you know, are you cheating? If the doc is close enough to talk, have that conversation with both of them, you know, and he's like, no doc, I just, you know, this is just where I'm at now. And he's, if the doc is smart, he's already pulled his labs and he knows he has a deficiency. He's got a belly. Uh, and, and, and I want to, you know, spend a second there. Um, if you have a belly and you're a middle-aged man, I mean, I'll, let's just say you're 35 to 55. There's no way you're ever going to have a hard on, right? Like mm. randomly get hard but you're not going to control it because what's happening when you have a belly is you have inflammasomes from the visceral belly fat shooting down into your uh, reproductive region. And those inflammasomes are literally like kerosene nukes, you know, completely suppressing your fertility, suppressing your, uh, you know, endocrine system, and obviously your reproductive capacity, which means tells your dick, 
stop working. You don't need to get hard. You're not needing to inseminate and impregnate anybody. So the dick doesn't work. And this is like the biggest issue. And that's why they created these drugs, right? Like Levitra and Cialis and, and Viagra. And there's other stuff, bro. I don't even know if you know about this. I'll just tell you, but they literally have injectable drugs now that you can, it's called Caverjet and you can inject it in the base of your dick. Oh, and it's painful, but it will literally make your dick hard as a rock for Jesus. a couple of hours. Right. And so, you know, morbidly obese men will do it. Right. Cause they just want to have sex. And so here's the problem with this. And again, like, again, the very few people know this, so I'm like sharing crazy shit, but I have these kind of guys that consult with me yeah. Yeah. Uh, injecting into the dick causes uh, infl inflammatory, uh, inflammatory response, right? Because like that injection is causing your dick to harden and, you know, it pump nitric oxide into the, the, uh, the, the vascular tissue in the, in the penis. And bro, over time it causes rigidity. And so then you have like inflammation. It's like, it's like essentially you're, you're increasing prostaglins formation in there. And those prostaglins literally cause, uh, like build up and fascial adhesion. So dude, eventually your dick just literally becomes like, uh, I mean, it's, it's bad. It's, I mean, it's so bad. Like if you do that, you will never, you'd have to have a penile implant eventually end up having to have an implant to even have a functional dick. Oh, so woof. All you have to do is it's very simple. Don't have a fucking belly, right? <laughs> Testosterone optimization increases lipolysis, which is fat burning. So they always will say, like, if a guy has insulin resistance, a belly, which is usually leading to type 2 diabetes, all you have to do is put them on therapeutic testosterone, change their lifestyle and their diet, you know, control for insulin, stop eating carbohydrates after six o'clock, you know, maybe do a keto diet or a low carb diet or a carnivore diet or whatever, and obviously start lifting, you know, yeah. it'll go away. You don't need anything. But again, medicine's broken. They don't prescribe testosterone. As you know, that guy with the belly will get a fucking SSRI. Cause he's like, doc, I'm depressed. I, I have brain fog and my dick doesn't work. So they write him a script for an SSRI, which actually makes them worse. If we want to go deeper on that, it actually further suppresses the HPGA, which is your hypogonadic uh, loop, your feedback loop. It makes it worse. So if you have 150 to 250 testosterone level and they give you an SSRI, you're going to have at least 50 to hundred points lower in a month. Seriously. And uh, as you know, you get now addicted to the fucking rewiring of the SSRI and they're going to write you a script for, of course, erectile dysfunction drug, which, as we know, doesn't do anything. It's a Band-Aid. And just so you know, if you got a belly and you're taking Viagra or Levitra, the chances of having a heart attack are very high, very high because mm -hmm. you're not cardiovascular efficient. And those things are massively ramjecting nitric oxide through your veins and your capillary network. So, I mean, guys, dude, guys, they don't talk about this at all, but guys have heart attacks yeah. all the time. You Jesus. know, you can stroke I'm out sure. all the time. That's why I tell guys like, and that's why Keith gave you Tadalafil. Uh, Cialis is the best one because it's not an instantaneous, you know, ramjack nitric oxide. It's like a slow build, right? So like yeah. Tadalafil, you know, is like a 36 hour to a 48, even to a 72 hour half-life. So if you take like a low dose of it, you know, it's going to keep you where you can have, uh, you know, good sustainable erections over a 72 hour period. And then there's a lot of other benefits as to why he gave it to you. He probably gave you a five milligram script. Uh, it increases the, the pathways and it opens up your arteries, right? So yeah. you're going to have better vascularization, 
uh, your, your blood is going to flow smoother and better through your body, especially as you're exercising, right? Because as you know, right, you want to train in the gym, you want to get a pump. I always tell people the strongest pre-workout is Cialis, right? <laughs> Take it two and a half milligrams to five milligrams of Cialis, you will be fucking pumped. Your biceps will fill up your upper shoulders and your neck and your back will fill up with blood. It's just, you got to keep the dosage low because again, like everything else, you know, your body can get very used to it. So I always tell guys, like a lot of guys are like, bro, I love to take five milligrams every day. I'm like, well, that's cool. But if I were you, I would only take five milligrams on the days you train. Right. Don't take it every single day because then your body's going to get used to it. And if you are going to take it every day, take a low dose. You know, yeah, micro dosing. Yeah, two and a half to five milligrams. And I'm again, I'm all about starting low, going slow. And 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 look, man, I I use Cialis a lot. I'm not gonna lie. Again, I'm 51, uh, and I don't have the strength of erections that I once had. I mean, they're still great, you know, but they're not great all the time. You know what I mean? Yeah. But you don't want you don't want to use it all the time because then it won't work as well. It's that simple. Mm-hmm. So this is, there's another good point here too, that I want to bring up with you and have you kind of extrapolate and do some, uh, do some of your voodoo on. It's the fact that, you know, women are hitting their peak sexual prime in like what, 33 at 33 or something like that, or 30. Um, and, and that's when men are significantly having decreased testosterone. So for all our guys out there, you're, you're neglecting that. And then your wife or your spouse or your partner is starting to peak. (laughs) No, I mean, it's crazy. I mean, obviously, you know, everybody is from a, a, you know, internal standpoint, we're all different as far as like how we connect emotionally. Um, You know, a lot of women are not self-aware. You know, I I would say it really just depends on the women, you know, on the woman. I mean, but, you know, like, like my wife right now. So we had the, the, you know, we we did stem cells. I know I told you about that in in July. And I had the P shot and the O shot. And like, both of us now are like sexually like Tyrannosauruses right now. Like it's crazy. Like I've never seen my wife like this, you know, eroticized slash turned on. And again, it's because of that stem cell, you know, rejuvenation shot. So it's the O shot is a shot in the vagina. It's actually in the hood of the um, the clitoris and then also in the outside of the walls. And then for the men, it's a, a tiny little shot. They numb you up first, by the way. So people are like, what? You're shooting it in your penis, but they take, you know, a tiny little needle on the right side of your shaft and left side of your shaft. And you know, you're completely numb. You can't feel it. And dude, in two days for dudes, you're like, what the fuck just happened? I mean, not only does it make you better hypersexual, you know, better functioning, more libido, definitely more libido. Um, you get more size. I mean, mm. it gives you like up to a half an inch, a quarter inch, three fourths of an inch, you know, depending on like how your penis like hangs and stuff like that. So, I mean, it's pretty amazing technology. Uh, and then for my wife, like, so I was like unbelievable, like three to four days later. And she was like sore. And then dude, two months later, it just like turned on in her. And they tell you uh, again, because women are different than men. Right. And again, sure. it, so what the stem cells are doing is, is it's, it's, um, it's increasing nerve fundal fibers. So essentially women inside like the vaginal walls and stuff like that, as they get older, you know, it's looser, especially if they've had kids and it just, they just lose sensation. And so mm. this massively increases lubric- lubrication, uh, you oh, know, wow. viscosity, viscosity, and then also sensitivity. So like, I'm telling you, dude, my wife is like insatiable at this point now. Like it's crazy. And she even tells me, she's like, it just feels like it's never felt before. And for me, you know, for guys, it's just better erection and also just more enhanced libido. I mean, I will say this, dude, we've been together for 10 years and our sex life right now is the best. I mean, it's insane. Yeah. yeah. I, know, I know it's from that. Um, 
you know, more so than anything, because it just kind of came out of nowhere. But they tell you that, like for women, it starts happening in like two months. But for a mm. man, a man, you notice like in the first week, you know, yeah. and it's one it's- day down, by the way, just so guys know, it's like you're down one day. That's it. Mm. There's no pain. You don't feel shit. There's no like the next day you're sore or anything like that. It's nothing. So, you know, and again, just, you know, um, I have an article, which I'll give you and you can link to if, if people want to, you know, do the test. Or, I mean, the, uh, the stem cell route, you, this, this guy's it's dream body clinic in Puerto Vallarta. They're the biggest in Mexico. And now like, you know, that you and I know each other, you know, I can connect you with him too. If you want to go down there and stuff like that. Cause he's always like looking for influencers, you know, to promote the stuff, but uh, it's, we, we wrote an article and we did a podcast about it, but it's pretty, pretty amazing thing. I mean, if you're, if you're injured, uh, you got shoulder, you know, bum shoulders, bum knee, bad ankle. I mean, even guys that want hair replacement, you know, they can do a stem cell stuff into the scalp too. I mean, stem cells are amazing, uh, but yeah. you know, it's not cheap, you know, for, to do a whole body, it's going to cost you like eight to 10 grand. But I mean, look, man, if mm-hmm. you're in your forties or your fifties and you want revitalization, cause it lasts at least at least a year. And for most people, it lasts like 18 months. It's worth it. It's absolutely. Wow. Yeah. Save, I mean, we could save your money on all kinds of supplements and just put it towards that. <laughs> I mean, it's, I mean, you're going to probably, you know, people like us, we do the, all of it together. Right. But it's like, it's definitely worth it. Like I, I had yeah. no idea the sexual thing of this was going to be as, as good as it is. That's wild. Yeah. That's wild. What there's, there's also, uh, I want to dive into some stuff with you because yeah, around peptides. I know there's a lot of, so we've gone over like testosterone for guys. We've talked about some of the basics of that, where it's really important for guys to understand that, how it's affecting them right now. And some of the key indicators of that. I want to dive a little bit into peptides. Cause I think this is a, this is kind of this new, um, I, I wouldn't, well, correct me if I'm wrong. It's not really new. They've been looking into these for a while, but it's starting to become, get more traction, I guess, with yeah. human use. Yeah, it totally is. But before we dive into uh, peptides and, uh, you know, and, and like I said, we can come back here later after, cause I got another podcast. We can go deeper. I, I do want to talk a little bit about testosterone though, for guys, cause I didn't go deep enough. Um, okay. There should be no. So if you're watching the show and you follow Johnny, right. And now you're following me, like you have to get rid of the stigma, but you brought it up. You have to get rid of the stigma that using therapeutic testosterone is a illegal B immoral mm-hmm. uh, C uh, people are going to judge you if you do it right. Because as you said very well, by, uh, by the way, um, it is a, it is stigmatized. I mean, we, it, the popular media has made people think, and again, I, I liken it, and this is my opinion to the baseball, you know, the Mark McGuire, Sammy Sosa, Barry Bonds, bullshit. Uh, you know, it goes even further back to that with Ben Johnson, you know, U S track and field, the Canadian track and field when they tested him and he was using wind stroll, you know, to yeah. run. And so like all of these people have been in, in our society for the, you know, for the most part, garden variety society have been brainwashed dude that using testosterone is illegal or that sure. again, it's immoral or it's unethical or it's cheating. And it's not, I mean, let's be honest. Like you are li- literally essentially replacing. And I don't even like saying replacing because you're not, you're optimizing if you're doing it right. Uh, a, a critical lifeblood molecule um, that goes down as you age. And now, as we already said on both of these podcasts, it goes down so much because of the environmental contamination that if you don't use it, you can't live your highest and best life. It's literally that simple. Yeah. Like I, I know people hear this and they get mad, but it's the truth. I mean, you know this. I mean, if, if you want to live at the highest and best, the tip of the fucking spear, guy like you, tip of the spear, there's no fucking way you can be 40 years old. I don't care where you are. If you're in North America, 
and not use therapeutic testosterone. You, there's just mm. no way. You do not have the energy. Now, look, a lot of people in Hollywood, a lot of people in the U.S. Senate, Congress, they, they, they do this shit, bro, in the, in the closet. You know, they're not coming yeah. out publicly telling people that they're on therapeutic testosterone because of the same reasons that we just said, the stigma. I mean, I have consulted yeah. with a lot of celebrities. Okay. I've consulted with a lot of paraprofessional people, very important people in the business world who have literally had me sign NDAs. Okay. Sure. And they consulted with me saying that I wasn't allowed to tell, you know, that they're on this and that they're talking to me about this. That's how fucked up all this is. Right. So it's like, I think the most important thing is like, we are now in a place in 2022 where like, you need to just let go of the bullshit. If you're not, you know, in your forties and fifties using therapeutic testosterone, there's no fucking way you're living at your highest and best life. And again, I don't care what you say. Oh, I don't need that, bro. I still get a heart on. I can still fuck my wife. I still train at the gym, blah, blah, blah. Okay, good. Have you ever even actually looked at your levels? Right. Because yeah. again, most people don't, like you said, they're not trained to do it. They have no clue. My dad is very anti this. He would never do this. He thinks I'm like a drug dealer or some sort of crazy person. <laughs> <laughs> he desperately needs he desperately needs therapeutic testosterone. He's desperately needed therapeutic testosterone for two decades, but he won't yeah. go down that path because again, he thinks it's wrong. So again, yeah. if you're one of those people out there and you're watching this podcast and you're that person, you're an idiot. I mean, let's just be honest. Yeah. Like you are minimizing the effectiveness and the like, let's just call it the great greatness potential potentiality of your life by not being on it. It's that different. Every person who's ever gone on it will literally look at their life as before and after. And again, as yeah. you said, a hundred years ago, this is not something that I would be, be out here talking about. You know, if anybody knows yeah. my story, I would, you know, I found this out about being kicked in the testicle when I was 29 years old. Like this was my life path, but it's so transformative because of the environmental contamination that to not do it, you just can't live as well as somebody who is doing it. Now, granted, a lot of guys that do it, do it wrong. You know, sure. they get doctors, they give them pellets or they give them like, you know, ineffective, like transdermal solutions that aren't strong enough of a dosage. I mean, I could go on and on and on, but as long as you're working with a doctor who knows what the fuck they're doing, your life will be permanently altered. And then guys will be like, but Jay, but Johnny, what if, what if we have fucking anarchy or the zombie apocalypse and we can't get therapeutic testosterone? Well, I mean, if that's the case, you got bigger fucking problems, right? Yeah. <laughs> if you're going to seriously worry about like whether or not you can get testosterone in the zombie apocalypse, man, then you got fucking pro bigger problems to worry about, right? But I mean, you know, people do. Like, you, do. To me. you know, I listen to you and I watch you and I really believe you because I look what you look like and I see how you live your life. But what happens if that? And I'm like, dude, if your aunt, you know, if your aunt had balls, she'd be your uncle right <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's like bro uh, trt is your least of concerns you better have some guns and ammo if it's a zombie apocalypse i'd be worried right, about right. that Remember we were saying, me, yeah. me, saying guns chickens and protein powder and ammo yeah yeah yeah, you need ammo. Well, let's uh, let's debunk or let's uh, let's address a couple things then while we can, while Please. we're still on testosterone. So one yeah. of the, uh, one of the things I'll, I'll give a couple things that I can imagine guys complaining about, and you can address address them, and then any ones that I miss that you know of. So one would be cost. Guys would be like, "Well, isn't this super expensive, Jay?" Nope. And then two. Two is going to be, I would say, guys being concerned that it's going to shut down their own testosterone production. Yep. So great, great. Two, two, the two biggest points. So 
So number one on the cost, it's not expensive. In fact, like guys that are using SARMs, guys that are using like, you know, testosterone, <laughs> you know, any, anything that's like sold in the mainstream to give them a boost, you know, is more sure. expensive than an actual therapeutic dose of testosterone, you know, scripted by a physician who knows what they're doing. So that's, you know, instantly. In fact, I'll just tell you right now, like a, a cost of a years of therapy Doing it with the best doctor in the country is less than fucking $2,000. Okay. Absolutely. Oh, right. Easily. So do that up by, yeah. So do that up over 12 months and you're less than 200 bucks a month. Give me a fucking break. Well, right? I think, I think I just did the uh, cream for five months for like 300 and something exactly, bucks. Exactly, dude. So, I mean, like yeah. all of this stuff is a scam, like the mindset that people yeah. get. Right. And again, you add up the supplements, the test boosters, you know, eugenics, all this bullshit that they put on the television all the time. You know, Frank Thomas. And <laughs> yeah. This is what I'm on. By the way, Frank Thomas is fat as fuck. If that's like what you want to look like, man, you're just brain dead anyway. Right. But it's like the whole thing is like laughable. So, yeah. So that's that's let's eliminate that. The other thing about what, if I have to replace my own testosterone, there's two things. First off, you can absolutely maintain your fertility uh, while you're using therapeutic testosterone with a couple other agents. One of them is called HCG. Actually, there's three, HCG, clomiphene, or uh, HMG. So you can absolutely use those very, very minor dosages if you're a guy in your 30s or early 40s and you still want to have kids. Uh, you know, While you're using testosterone, you're fine. Good to go. It's not expensive. Uh, the second thing is, is like for the guys that say, yeah, but what about my own testosterone? I mean, I always, am like, motherfucker, you don't have any testosterone. Yeah. <laughs> so, like when you think you're replacing nothing, like what's better? I mean, seriously, like what's better? I mean, like you said, you know, we were saying 40, imagine getting a 40 total testosterone and you're a 16 year old guy. Like you don't have any dude. Like what is your other option yeah. at this point? Like, yeah, you can clean up your life. And maybe it's going to be improved, but you know, it's, 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 it's a, it brings up a really good point. So a doc that I work with, uh, who's in Ohio, uh, shout out to Dr. Robert Komenark. He, you know, in the, in, in my book in 2017, well, we wrote it in 2017, it came out in 2018. It was so hard to publish, but, um, he did a criterion of, cause guys will say that they'll be like, okay, man, like, fuck that. I don't want to use therapeutic. I want to just maintain my, my natural, but I want to optimize naturally as high as I can go. So tell me how to do it. So he did this like criterion of like people, men uh, up to 80, what was the likelihood that you could maintain not uh, good optimized levels of testosterone naturally through your life. And so this was his exact cry. I've memorized this. So if you're in the top 1% of annually retentive, narcissistic, crazy, you know, A-types, you can maintain optimized testosterone levels up until you're 50, right? So this is type of people who every meal is prepped. Their house has filtration systems. They put filters on their water. You know, they've got no plastics. It's only glass. I mean, you know, they do everything, Johnny, that you possibly can do. And as you know, to do that, dude, is a difficult life. You're surely not yeah. enjoying your life. You're surely not spending as much time with your kids and your wife as you'd like to. You're surely like, you're preoccupied with preventing the fucking onslaught of contamination, right? So he says that's, yeah. for those people, they can do it till they're 50. But he says that's 5% of the population. And then he says, okay, so let's go to the next pop, next percent of people like you and me, guys that are like wanting to live at the tip of the spear. He's like, 
that's probably somewhere between 10 and 15% of people. And that's only up until the age of 40. Okay. Mm. So you're literally, if we take both of those population groups, bro, it's 20% of the population can maintain optimized testosterone levels now without, you know, like having some form of like living in a cage, you know what I mean? I, I mean, not a cage, but you're like living underground, you know, you don't have any yeah. kind of like contamination. I mean, it's, it's, it's just not technically possible. And I would also tell you, you know, when people say that that's not true, all you have to do is go around outside, bro. And look around at men. Again, we were mm-hmm. talking about yesterday, guys don't make eye contact with, if you don't make eye contact with another dude who looks at you, you got low testosterone. I mean, let's just straight up be honest. And this isn't about brooding somebody or fighting somebody or being like, hey, fuck you. You know, this is just like having the balls to look into another man's eyes and be like, hey, man, how are you? If you're looking down, you're like, oh, I don't want to make eye contact. I might get my ass kicked Or, or, or whatever it is you're thinking. It's insane. But that's low testosterone. And this is how it shows up. You become passive aggressive. You become um, you're not assertive. Uh, you're, you're listless. You're lifeless. You don't feel energy. You don't feel proud to be a dude. You don't have like exuberance and charisma. Charisma. You know, you're not, you're just. You're, you're, I mean, let's. You know, if we want to put it in here, you're low vibration. You, you have no energy. Yeah. You know, you have no energetic like command of like who you are. So you don't feel good about yourself. So yeah, you're gonna avoid people. You're gonna make not make eye contact. And again, dude, that's the majority of men in society. You know, I've had doctors tell me that they think. That from 35 and up right now in North America, 70% of men or, or higher have, to, have, have testosterone deficiency. And it's probably true. Yeah. No, oh, dude, mine's, you saw mine. Mine shot. Mine shot. My, actually, Doc Keith said that uh, mine looked like somebody who'd been on test and come right. off. And I was like, no, I've never even touched it. Yep. Uh, so it's, it's yep. very, I mean, that's all, that's real. That's real time shit. Yep. But yeah, and no, you're a big is, muscular guy who takes care of himself. So it's like, you know, imagine what it's like for the average guy who doesn't even fucking exercise or eat right. Right. And I don't eat like an asshole. Like I don't. And so like, that's, that's the other part. So uh, yeah, it was crazy, but dude, Jay, obviously it's always, I know you got to run here soon. So it's always a pleasure having you on. This was a fucking dynamite episode. Guys are going to be able to crush it down on this. Take some notes. I appreciate you. I'm going to link actually your blood work stuff into the show notes i'm For also sure. going to link some of your articles into the show notes so everybody listening make sure you guys check out the show notes so you can find those and obviously i have the most respect for jay so make sure you give him a follow make sure you go check out his website he's got some communities available as well if you guys are interested in optimizing your life and i highly highly recommend those communities and he's i mean you are probably one of the most documented people on optimizing your life from te- from hormones to peptides, peptides. to all, all well, this I want to come back for sure and do peptides. So like, if you're, if you don't, I mean, you might not today, we can do it another time, but if you do have time at one o'clock, you know, I'm happy to come back for like 15 or 20 minutes and talk about peptides. Cause guys definitely do need to know about peptides because they can get yeah. them. And obviously te- pe- testosterone, therapeutic testosterone and peptides together is better than one without the other. Um, you know, but obviously as you saw, you know, quick story, uh, while we were up there, one of the guys cut his hand, right? And I yeah, always carry, when we that's were at right. the mastermind, I always carry BPC-157 and TB-500, which oh. are the peptides. And Rome, you know, because I didn't want to eject the guy because I was like, oh, dude, this guy is <laughs> fucking scared shitless, right? But like, Rome was like, give me that shit. <laughs> and he injected him. And so, you know, quick story, guys, he had a 
deep gash through here that was probably what was three bad. to four stitches. Yeah, it was bad. It was oh, definitely yeah, it was bad. a butterfly suture and stitches. And we injected him with BPC, a combo of BPC and TB500 for three straight days. And fucking from Thursday to Sunday, the dude was like, holy fuck. And by the way, that guy has literally messaged me three times yeah. since then about like, how do I get this? And I'm like, wait a minute, bro. You need to like check out some of these articles first. Because I don't want you to start injecting it in places where you don't know. But I mean, you're right. They're, they're <laughs> transformative agents in all causes of health, you know, they can increase cognition, they can improve muscle tone, they can obviously dramatically enhance fat loss, um, obviously from a healing standpoint, and then they also inc increase you immunity, right? So, I mean, in yeah. the age of the bioweapon, you want to take these just to ma massively improve your, your immunity. Like there's a peptide that anyone who flies regularly should be taking it all the time. It's called thymosin alpha one because it enhances your immune system, right? So you mm. get on a plane and you get all the recirculated air and God knows whatever else, and if you're ma maxed up on thymus and alpha one, you can't get sick. Yeah. Oh, that's, that's good. Yeah. So we'll, yeah. we'll talk no. about that when you have me back. We'll, we'll jump into that too. Yeah. Sure. We'll definitely jump for that. Well, thank you, brother. I appreciate you. And as always to everybody listening, drop the ego and stay humble till next time, guys. Yeah.